Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks Thanks be to to God, who gives gives us victory, the victory, the victory, through our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Living Victory Podcast. My name is Christian Conway. As always, I'm joined by Max Keen and Jonathan Krauss. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. That's it? Yeah. Just fantastic, bro. Well, dang. He's got life good right now. What about you? Are you uh, not fantastic? No, I'm doing well. This week has been really, really busy, so I'm just kind of excited to get some downtime, to be honest. Same. Um, Other than that, though, we're excited. High on energy and some fruit sugar, so let's get into this. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Somebody get Max a banana. Pronto. <laughs> yeah. Janice, banana in the studio, please. <laughs> yes, we need our assistant to get Max a banana. <laughs> Wait, we have a studio? Where are yes, you Max. guys right now? In the studio with Janice. <laughs> Janice, you did send me the invite to Max, right? No, you didn't. You uh, like I, I lost All my right. invitation. Oh. I'll take the banana then. Somebody needs to. <laughs> Why do our intros keep going like this? <laughs> Somebody needs to teach us how to intro because we're terrible at it. That's interesting because it perfectly relates to what we're going to be talking about today, which is actually being teachable. Um, this is something that we've kind of wanted to do for a little while because it's such an important thing, especially in today's terms. But being teachable and having like a teachable spirit is really, really important for a Christian because we're always growing um, and we're supposed to be always growing in wisdom and knowledge like Jesus was. Uh, like scripture says that Jesus was always growing in wisdom and stature. Um, so having a teachable spirit is something that we're supposed to have and supposed to emulate from Jesus. And so we're going to be talking about today and we're excited to get into it. Yes, this is something that is really important in the Christian life, but it very rarely gets its own lesson from the Bible. Like often people tell you to be teachable and they assume that you know that you should be teachable, but they don't show you the scriptures that tell you to be teachable and the scriptures where we're commanded to be teachable. But not only that, but how the scripture tells us to be teachable. Like what does that mean to be teachable? How can we practically apply that to our lives and do things in our lives that make us more teachable? Um, So today that's what we're going to dive into. We're going to look at what the scriptures say about it and we're going to discover how we as Christians can make ourselves more teachable. That way we can continue to soak in the truth of God's scripture. So when talking about um, being teachable, oftentimes it's saying that you can't do it on your own or you aren't doing something the best that you possibly could. And so that takes some humility, um, which we've talked about in the past, is being humble. So if you haven't listened to that, um, check that out. But it comes from a spirit of humility where you know that you can't do it on your own and you're not going to get the most, you're not going to do something the most efficiently um, by your own thought process. So you have to go to someone else and learn from them and be teachable 
through a humble spirit. Because if you're going to be proud about something, if you're going to think of yourself higher than you should, then you may not be at a place where you're teachable. You're going to think that you can do it all on your own. And if somebody, you know, gives a piece of advice or um, shows you how to do something better, you're not going to listen to it because you think that you have it all under control and you think that you have it to where it needs to be when really you can learn from it and you can grow from it. So it's a matter of mindset of do I want to hear from other people how I could be doing better or do I think I can do it the best by my own works and by what I can do and my own abilities. Right. So just like Max said, when we're talking about being teachable, the first thing we always want to discuss is having a humble heart or a humble spirit. And scripture often refers to this as a soft heart. So when we're talking about someone's heart or their mindset almost, um, we see throughout scripture times where people have had a hard heart or a hard mind. And so essentially what that means is they're closed off to instruction. They're closed off to teaching from the very beginning. So they can't even get to the point where they're learning because they're already closed off to it. Um, this can come in many different forms. This can come from uh, if someone that you don't like or someone that you don't respect is teaching you, you'll be closed off to it. If it comes from um, a point of pride where you just don't think you need any help, this can also be a point of your heart being hard towards receiving instruction from other people. So we really want to highlight this as the first point of being teachable, and that is analyzing your heart to make sure that your heart is in the right place and that you have a soft heart. And so that in the beginning of any situation, you're always ready to receive instruction. You're always ready to receive knowledge from other people and wisdom. Um, because ultimately, when you're coming from a place of humility, you can really hear the voice of others much better. And also at a certain point, you can also hear the voice of God better as well. So we always want to check our hearts to make sure that they're soft and that they're ready for instruction, that they are in a humble place of really always being ready to hear uh, the voice of others. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to do what others say, because it could be wrong. And we'll talk about this later. But really, we always want to have ears to hear and we always want to have a, a heart that allows us to really hear what other people are saying and take it to heart. <laughs> no pun intended. And this is a really important lesson for everybody in the church, but especially for young believers in the church, because young believers in the church are in such a great position to learn from those people around them that have more wisdom, more experience, and just more years to have learned from God's, God's truth and God's scripture. And as a young person, if you have this idea about yourself that, you know, I'm all that, and you're very prideful about yourself, and you feel like you have it all and you don't need somebody to help you learn more things or you don't need anybody else to teach you, then you're putting yourself in a compromised position, a position where you are not going to be willing to receive instruction from people. And this is going to put you at a disadvantage later in life because those peers around you who have been constantly soaking up knowledge from the wiser people in their lives and constantly, you know, being humble and humble to the point where they were willing to learn from anybody around them, anybody in the church they are now in a position where they've learned for so many years that they have all this great knowledge and all this great wisdom from God's word. And so as a young believer in the church, 
it's such a great opportunity for you to look at those around you, those believers who are in positions um, in the church and those believers who are in your life that can speak into you, that can help you learn. And like we've been saying, humility is the very first step to this because a humble heart is a heart that's willing to accept that it doesn't know everything and willing to accept that there are people around it that can help it and help you learn more and help you gain more wisdom. And having this humble heart is is very important because if you're prideful and you think that you are great and you have it all, then that's when you're going to start to block out that wisdom that you know, people are trying to flow into you. And the more you block out the wisdom, the more you're going to be putting yourself at a disadvantage later in life when you could have had this wisdom that people have been trying to teach you from God's word. And you could have this wisdom and could apply it to your life, but you don't because this entire time you've been blocking them from teaching you because of your pride. Now let's look at Proverbs 1 because I think this is a good example of some scripture about why it's important to be teachable. So I kind of outlined it a little bit um, in verses 1 through 7. Solomon is saying why it's important to have a teachable spirit and why um, being teachable is important for his life. It's for gaining understanding standing and wisdom and instruction and all these different things then moving that verses eight and nine we have solomon saying that to the son that he has to listen to his father and listen to his mother because they know what's best for him and then verses 10 through um 32 we see all the things that happens if you don't listen to those teachings. If you don't listen to the things that um, that were w- given as a warning to you, and all the bad things that can think, eh, and all the bad things that can come upon you, if you think that you're higher than those who give teaching to you, those who help try to help you and tell you what to do, but. Then in verse 33, Solomon is saying the benefits of listening to the instructions and listening to what those who are higher than you have said. And not only in chapter 1, but throughout the book of Proverbs, we see this theme of Solomon is trying to help his son about how to live in a way that is good. And so... I don't know if you've seen this before or maybe even done this before, but sometimes you'll see kids um, and their parents where the parent tells the kid, you know, don't go this way when the kid goes, but the kid still goes that way and it ends up the kid regrets it and you look back and you think, oh, I probably should have listened to what my mom said, or I should have listened to what my dad said. I should have listened to what this person said. And that's a humbling moment when you realize that you had somebody tell you what to do and you ignored it. And at the end of the road, you should have listened to them. I don't know if that's ever happened to you guys, but that's definitely happened to me before. No, I've definitely experienced that. Um, And I actually experienced that recently. This is just kind of a, a funny story uh, to tie in. But so one thing that my brother and my dad and I like to do uh, is play golf together. 
Um, and I know a lot of people just groaned because golf is boring by most people's standards, but I really enjoy playing golf. Um, and there's one day that we were out and we were having a good time, but I was having uh, an abnormally bad swinging day. So obviously anytime you play golf, you're always going to have issues with your swing. But today like was extra bad. Um, and I just remember my dad sort of starting to say something. And then I instantly kind of cut him off because I was, it was a combination of me thinking that, um, you know, it's my swing. I know best. And uh, at the same time, me just being angry at the fact that I didn't have a good swing at the time too. So I didn't, I didn't come from a, a, a place of humility and a place of curiosity and a place of ready to hear what he had to say. And I just remember a little bit later in that day, it kind of hit me uh, what I had, you know, that I closed myself off to instruction. And I honestly was pretty, actually, I think I ended up apologizing to my dad about it because I was short in the moment. And so this is definitely one of those times that, you know, this is just a simple thing in life, but this could be, you know, this could be anything. Um, this just happened to be golfing, but really if we're not always ready to learn and always curious to grow in wisdom, then we're going to have this closed off nature and we're really going to fall behind and we're going to stunt our own growth because of our own pride and lack of humility. And we can actually see this in scripture in Matthew 18. Jesus says, this is just a tie in that unless you become like children, that you can never enter the kingdom of heaven. This is Matthew 18, one through four, by the way. Um, and this is kind of like a really interesting passage. So if you, if you think about yourself, if you were sitting next to Jesus and he said this to you, what would be your first you know, impression of something like this? That if you don't become like a child or have the mindset of a child, then you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. I mean, that's like, that's a really kind of radical thing to say. But when you really look at it and analyze it, if you look at the heart of a child, it's always sincere. It's always curious. It's always ready to learn. And I think this is really what Jesus is highlighting here. Because when we become adults, it's so easy. Or, well, as we become adults, I wouldn't say that we're all adults yet. But as as this process of becoming an adult and becoming a grown up, it's really easy to start thinking that you, you've learned a lot, you know? You know, you're kind of on top of things. You know, you're you're pretty cool. You know, a lot of things and pride can really easily sneak into our daily life and our mindset. And we want to always be aware of that and checking it to make sure that we're curious, like a child, that we're always ready to listen, ready to be teachable, ready for God to guide us in any way possible. And I love that saying that when you're a child, your parents know everything. When you get into your teen years, your parents know nothing. And then when you get into your 20s or 30s or later in life, you figure out that your parents knew a little bit more than you thought they did. And that's definitely what Max just said. You know, hindsight's 2020, but hopefully right now, hearing this, we can check ourselves, analyze our hearts, and make sure that we're coming from a place of humility so that we can always be learning and growing. And the growth that comes with being teachable is actually one of the most important parts because when you're being taught by people, it's important that you take what they're teaching you and you really apply it to your lives and, or your life. And it's important not only that you humble yourself and that you prepare your heart to go into these teachable situations, because 
that's the first step, obviously. But once you're humble and once you've prepared your heart for these teachable situations, the next important thing that you do is to actually seek out these opportunities to be taught. Because one, preparing your heart does nothing if you never put yourself into these situations, into situations with people who are wiser than you, into situations with people who you know you can learn from, in order that they can teach you things that you would not learn if you were hanging out with you know, friends and peers that, you're, that were your age or younger all the time, or people that don't necessarily spend their time in God's word, uh, learning and absorbing that knowledge for themselves so they can pass it on to you. And I think it's really important just to put these people that have more wisdom than you and put these people that you know you can learn from into your life. Because as you put these people into your life, God will start to work through them to teach you the lessons that he wants you to learn from his own word. So James 1.19 really emphasizes this point. It says, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. So this is telling us that even when we've done the due diligence of surrounding ourselves with people who are wiser than us and people who have all this knowledge to pour into us, it's important that we're quick to hear what they have to say, that the first thing that we do when we're in these situations is listen to what they have to say to us. And then we can speak and we can, we can, of course, we can offer the things that we want to say and speak our mind in those situations. But the first most important thing for us to do is to listen to what all these people around us have to say to us, because that's part of humility and part of, you know, preparing your heart for these situations. And then once you once you're humble and you've prepared your heart for the situation and you've put yourself into the situation, then you can take the opportunity to listen to what those people are having to say to you and to listen, be an active listener. Don't just listen, let the words go in one ear and out the other, but actively participate in what you're listening to them saying or what you're hearing them say. Because when you're hearing them say these things, you want to take them and, you know, apply them to your life and take them to heart so that you can really take the wisdom that's coming into your life and being poured into you and apply it to yourself. That way you can, you know, apply it to your life, live a better life because of it, and then pour it into younger people or pour it into other people around you later in life when you get those opportunities. So just to piggyback off what Christian was saying, um, I have a great example of when we had to walk into a situation, me, Max and Christian, uh, with a heart of humility and we had to walk in ready to be teachable. And we were, we were honestly looking, we were curious and we were ready to learn. And that was in mission uh, during mission possible, or that was on mission possible one. Really. Uh, I know we keep talking about mission possible, but this is kind of like a really big life event that us, uh, us three guys really went through. And we walked into, I know we've talked about this, but we walked into that first meeting of Mission Possible. Uh, I know Christian will tell you that his version of, of the gospel in his mind was very different than reality. Um, I can tell you that I had really never shared the gospel with anyone before. Um, I don't know about Max, but it was like we were all coming from a place of really, we didn't know not much about sharing the gospel with others. We knew that we really wanted to do it. We knew that we really wanted to put ourselves in position uh, to share God's word with other people, but we really were coming from a place where we didn't know much. And it was really great because we were actively seeking to learn, uh, from our leaders and from, um, the materials that we were given to read and to, uh, look into. And that helped us so much that we were coming from a place where we were ready to learn and we were really actively seeking and really wanting to learn and to grow um, and to learn how to share the gospel with other people. And I think having those two things together were so effective for us, learning how to share the gospel with other people. Um, not to mention practice, obviously. Practice is a huge thing. 
But coming from that place of humility and then having that readiness to learn was honestly helped so much for us learning how to share the gospel. And it was it was amazing to see the effects of that on Mission Possible later when we were actually sharing the gospel with people. Because there were times that, and I'm sure Christian and Max could tell you this too, that we'd be in a conversation with someone and suddenly something that we had learned um, in, you know, in church, we were just in this back room in church, watching videos, reading books, talking to our leaders. We would be talking with someone on the street and something that we had learned would pop into our minds and we'd be able to use that. We would be able to, in a way, God could use us to reach that person better because of what we had learned. And that was such an encouraging thing for us on MP and applying that to life. It's in any situation coming from that point of humility and being ready and curious to learn can really, really benefit you in growing in not only your faith, but growing as a person in wisdom and in life. And this ties well back into something that we talked about on the podcast two weeks ago is how we really had that iron sharpens iron relationship with one another, where when we were curious about something, we didn't just let that curiosity, you know, sit in our minds and then push it to the back corner and then, you know, not think about it ever again. What we would do is we would be curious about something and then we'd go actively seek out opportunities to learn from people. And we started off by trying to learn from each other. So we'd go to each other with these questions or with these ideas in scripture and then talk about it. And then once we had a conversation about it and realized that we needed to learn more about it, we would go to a leader or we would go to a pastor at our church or we would go to a website or a Bible commentary or a study Bible or so many different resources that we can go to nowadays to learn from God's word and to receive this wisdom into our lives. But that important step is when you come in and you actively seek out an opportunity to learn from somebody. And when you're curious about something or when you want to learn about something that you find a place where you can actually learn that and you go out on your own and try to find that because God works in amazing ways and God has worked in amazing ways in our lives. And in my life personally, I can think of times when God worked in my life. And like Jonathan was saying, we would go out and we would actively learn something and we would find something in God's scripture. And then God would use that later down the road for us. And so you're making yourself a useful tool for God when you go out and learn in his scriptures and become more wise in the things that he's trying to teach us, because then you're equipping yourself more readily with the things that God wants to give us to go out and to share his gospel and to just be lights and be um, shining representatives of his kingdom. Now, when you are seeking out things to be taught and you're looking to others to learn from, it's important that you know that what you're learning is going to be useful. So you always want to make sure and double check that what you're learning is going to help you and not go against you. Because there are a lot of different truths, I guess you could say, in quotation marks, um, that are going around in the world today. And not all of them are really going to be true. You have to find out what the truth really is and double check like, hey, is this what goes along with scripture or does this go against what God said? And you always want to be double checking like, okay, I need to make sure it's in here and in here and in here and make sure it's in the scriptures so that you're not caught in something that's not true. 
if you're being teachable, you want to have a spirit of this person knows better than me and can help me in this way. But you also need to make sure that what they are saying is true. Because if you go along with what everybody says, then you're going to have a lot of different things going on in your life that will probably contradict each other. So you always want to double check and make sure that if you're being teachable, that you're also aligning it with scripture. Because like, if somebody tells you to go jump off a cliff, obviously that's not the smartest thing to do. So you want to make sure that what you're doing and what you're following is true. And we can really see what Max is saying in a couple of verses, but mainly one great one is Colossians 2.8. See that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. So just like Max said, yes, you have a heart of humility. Yes, you're always ready to be you know, taught something. You're always curious. You're always putting yourself in positions to learn. But at the same time, we should always be not essentially having a mind of questioning, but yes, questioning everything that you learn, really seeking and looking to see if what you are learning is true, if it is in accordance with God's word, because we always want to do our due diligence to make sure to separate between the teaching of God and the teaching of the devil, because sometimes it can be hard to differentiate between the two. And we always need to make sure that we're actively sifting through the information that we're receiving and finding the the nuggets of gold, I guess you could say, that correlate with God's scripture, that are rooted in God's truths. And we need to make sure that we're never being steered away by teaching that sounds very smart, that sounds eloquent, that sounds like, oh, that makes sense, that sounds logical, that sounds reasonable. We should always be matching up what we're learning to what we know from God's scripture. And if you don't know something or if something is confusing to you, or maybe it seems like more of a gray area in life, go to someone in your church, go to someone that has more knowledge and more wisdom on the subject than you do and always be learning and seeking God um, in everything you do. So we really want to stress this point of always sifting through what you've learned to find what is from God and what is not from God. And this is something that we could do in everything. I mean, it could be as simple as someone teaching you brushing your teeth, or it could be something as you know significant as someone teaching you about sharing the gospel with others. Because obviously, when we share the gospel with others, we want to make sure that we're doing it in a way that it corresponds with what Scripture tells us. And it corresponds in a cohesive way with the way that Jesus also shared the gospel with others and the way that he shared the light of Christ, really the light of himself, and how we need to emulate that and emulate Jesus's life. And we have a great example of this in the scriptures, once again, in Acts chapter 17. So Acts chapter 17, specifically verses 10 and 11, Paul and Silas were traveling between different churches, and they came to the city of Berea and went into the synagogue. And when they got there, they saw that the the believers in Berea were in Verse 17, it says, these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. So when they received instruction from people, they didn't just take their instruction and blindly accept what it said and blindly believe it is true. They took all the instruction that they received from people 
And then they immediately went to God's scriptures to see if it was in line with what God's word says. And I think this is a great way that we in our lives can be teachable, but not be teachable to a fault. That we can take the wisdom that people are pouring into our lives and we can run it through the filter of God's word. And if it stands the test of God's word, if it agrees with what God's word tells us, then we can apply that wisdom to our life. And this is a great way to make sure that we're not applying worldly wisdom, the wisdom that the Bible warns us against, the wisdom that in James chapter three, it says is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. It says that this is this is earthly wisdom. This is the wisdom that we want to avoid. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits. It's impartial and sincere. And so this James chapter three verse is telling us that there is wisdom of the world and then there's wisdom from God. And we need to be able to separate these two types of wisdom out from one another. And one great way to do this is just to follow in the Bereans example. The Berean believers would take it and they would run it through the test of the Bible and see if it agreed or see if it agreed with, with what the Bible tells us. And if it did, then they would apply it to our lives. And this is a great way that we as modern believers can take this example and can do the same thing with wisdom that people speak into our lives. Now, at the same time that we're supposed to be questioning everything that we learn to see that if it's true, to see if it correlates with God, uh, the way that God wants us to live our lives. We also don't want to get in a mindset of being cynical um, and questioning everything with a attitude that isn't sincere about learning. So this could be something like you just don't want to believe something because you just don't feel like you should believe it. And this is honestly like a, a question that we sometimes ask people when we're sharing the gospel is, they might accept the fact that the facts are there, that the evidence is there, but they simply just don't want to believe in God. They just simply don't want to believe in Christianity. And the same mindset can be applied when we're trying to learn stuff or if the lack of trying to learn stuff. If someone gives you, if maybe you've analyzed your heart and your heart is in the right place um, and you're trying to be ready to learn as best you can, but someone gives you some kind of instruction or something uh they're trying to teach you on something and you just feel like you shouldn't believe them or you feel like it's wrong. Always check that feeling because sometimes our feelings can be wrong and we always need to be matching it up with God's scripture and finding that if it's, you know, seeing if it's true. Um, sometimes that feeling can be from the Holy Spirit. So it can be a good thing. The Holy Spirit is prompting us and telling us that, oh, hey, this teaching that we're receiving right now, it is not in line with God's scripture, but we need to make sure that we're always lining, you know, a great thing to be doing is praying about what we're learning, praying always that the spirit gives us clarity in sifting between the things of God and the things not of God. And so, you know, a great way to figure out and to learn is always be praying about it as well. Um, and that really comes with the more that you are in line with the spirit and the more that you're in tune with the spirit is saying to you, the more that it will help you uh, with deciphering things that you are learning as well. So just a quick summary of the three major things that we have talked about today um, is that the first thing when we're talking about being teachable is to always come from a heart of humility to make sure that your heart is in a soft place so that you're always malleable and ready to be taught by other people. The second thing that we went into is that you're always actively seeking, actively learning, 
um, always trying to put yourself in situations and positions so that you can learn and that you can grow and that you are being complacent in not only your Christian walk, but also your walk in life. Um, not that those are two separate things, but that you're always looking and being curious, that you have the mindset of a child, that you're always trying to learn, that you're always trying to better yourself. So start with a heart of humility, moving into always being curious, always being ready to learn. And the third thing is always questioning and always lining up with what lining up what you're learning with God's scripture to see if it is true. Um, just like Christian said, the Bereans in Acts, they looked into the scriptures to see if what they were learning was true, to look to see if it was so. And we should be doing the same thing. So humility in the heart, readiness to learn, always looking to learn and, you know, always praying and always looking into God's scripture to see if what we're learning is true. And I think those are great applications for today's episode, because like we said at the beginning of the episode, being teachable is one of those things that we're always told that we should be teachable, but very rarely do people tell us how we should go about that and how we can make ourselves teachable. And these three things are three things that we can actively do in our own lives to make ourselves teachable and to go out of our way to make sure that we're preparing our hearts to be teachable, that we're seeking out opportunities to be taught, and that we're making sure that the things that we're being taught are in line with God's scriptures. So we just wanted to put this episode out there for you guys today because being teachable is one of the most important parts of the Christian walk. Learning from people around you and the believers that you're in community with is one of the greatest ways to grow as a Christian, to grow in your faith. And that way you can um, make your own walk with Christ better and more mature, but also that you can pour that out into those that are around you as well. All the wisdom that comes into you you then can share with those that are around you. So as always, we want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. If you want to get in contact with us, there's a bunch of ways to do that. You can visit us on Facebook or Instagram at Living Victory Podcast. You can send us messages. You can comment on our posts. Uh, we want to hear from you guys at our website, livingvictorypodcast.com. You can email um, any of the three individual hosts at Max, Jonathan, or Christian at livingvictorypodcast.com. And then you can also email any comments, suggestions, or questions that you have to our general email at questions at livingvictorypodcast.com. So we want to hear from you guys. We want to interact with you guys. We want to have a community. We want to create a community of believers who are constantly learning from one another, constantly um, growing in Christ together. That way we can, we can learn from you guys and you guys can learn from us. And ultimately, we can all learn from God together. So thanks again for listening to this episode. And as always, love each other and shine your light.